In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear family, in our lives of faith, we have heard countless times what we call the Beatitudes, the Beatitudes from the Sermon on the Mount. But today's meditation is not so much on the Beatitudes, but on the Be Not Attitudes. Because Jesus taught us the Beatitudes are the road to heaven, but the Be Not Attitudes are the road to hell. When we hear about the Beatitudes, we, we usually hear it quoted from the Sermon on the Mount, beginning with the beautiful passage of Matthew chapter 5. But today, today we, we heard it from the Gospel of Luke. And usually whenever we talk about the Beatitudes, we talk about blessed Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor, blessed are the hungry, blessed are those who are hated by others on account of Jesus' holy name. Well, dear family, on the surface, it seems that the Beatitudes, such as being poor or, or hungry or hated, are things we actually do not want to be. In other words, our, our human nature tells us, do everything we can to, to not be attitudes. Be not poor, be not hungry, be not hated. That's not what Jesus taught. Unlike Matthew's gospel, today's gospel from St. Luke gives us additional clarification on all this, on why we want to, why we want to live those beatitudes. Because in this gospel, Jesus defines what the, the be not attitudes. At the conclusion of all those blesseds, all, all those blesseds are you who are poor and hungry and weeping, St. Luke then gives us some fierce teaching on the real and true be not attitudes, or be not attitudes. To fully understand it, and to, to, to fully grasp it, to get, to get a good feel about what Jesus, uh, Jesus our Lord is teaching us here, in Jesus' day, in his culture and context, to say, woe to you, essentially meant, damned are you if you don't change your ways. So just listen to what we can think of as the real and true be not attitudes. Be not rich, for as St. Luke handed down to us, but woe to you, woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Be not always satisfied at a table full of food, but woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Be not so happy because life is just grand, for woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Be not so well thought of by others, for woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. Well, these, are, these are difficult concepts, these be not attitudes. Be not rich, be not having lots of food, be not full of laughter, be not well thought of by others. These are difficult concepts because in our humanity, we all strive to live in the, we all strive to live in, to not be in those attitudes. We all strive to have lots of money, lots of food, lots of enjoyment, and, and we all like it when we're well thought of by others. 
So why is it that Jesus actually teaches such be not attitudes? Now Jesus teaches the be not attitudes because, as I said earlier, they all are attitudes toward temporal satisfaction and not directly related to eternal satisfaction. That's exactly, that's exactly why Sister Deidre Burns recently took the public stage and brilliantly, gracefully said this, I'm not just pro-life, that's certainly a good beatitude. I'm not just pro-life, I'm pro-eternal life. There's our focus, there's our goal. Glory be to God for her witness of faith, for her cooperation with grace and her bold proclamation of the truth. I'm pro-eternal life. Dear family, we are not supposed to be just pro-life. We are indeed pro-eternal life, at least, at least we're supposed to be. As Jesus teaches us, in the, where did this come from? Did, did Sister Deidre Burns just make that up? Am I just repeating something she made? No. As Jesus, Jesus the Lord teaches us in the gospel, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek him first. Be pro-eternal life first. And Jesus the Lord constantly teaches us to sell off unnecessary belongings and give alms. He constantly teaches us so that we can store up things in heaven, in eternal life, which the thieves cannot steal. We see a lot of that going on in these days. Moss cannot destroy. We see a lot of that going on in these days. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. As he constantly teaches us that where our treasure is, there also will our hearts be. Are our hearts set on temporal things or eternal things? Be pro-eternal life. So our proper attitude always and everywhere should be an attitude focused on eternal satisfaction. Our proper attitude should be less time to spend less time working toward temporal satisfaction and more time working toward eternal satisfaction. And being, being that, our, that our time on earth is short and eternity is a very long time indeed, we would think, wouldn't we? that everyone would understand this concept, but we don't. So dear family, here's a simple, simple summary of this entire meditation in two simple statements. I've already mentioned them. Jesus was not kidding when he taught the Beatitudes as the way to eternal salvation. And Jesus was not kidding when he taught the be not attitudes as a way to eternal damnation. So we really have to ask ourselves, okay, okay, well, Jesus taught it. So what attitude do we really have in our hearts? What do we really do in our real life that demonstrates that we're, we're, on, we're trying to be attitudes on the way to eternal salvation? We're trying to avoid those be not attitudes. What, where do we devote our time and money? How do we spend our time and money? Well, if we didn't already know that that's what we're supposed to do every day of our lives. We are living in very troubled times. That's why St. Peter warned every generation, be sober and vigilant. Your opponent, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion. Was Peter just using fancy words? Or is it, did he really mean it? He used a pretty graphic image there. A prowling lion, roaring lion looking for someone to devour. That's why, dear family, that all of us could afford, oh, I like this, all of us could afford to spend 
a little more time in prayer and contemplation. In particular, we could spend more time praying the Holy Rosary because although the Rosary is not in the Gospel, the entire Gospel is in the Holy Rosary. And for anyone out there who criticizes us about it, I have this to say. Jesus the Lord came to us through the Blessed Virgin Mary. That was Almighty God's idea, not mine, not ours. Therefore, we can go to Jesus through his Blessed Mother. And that also was Almighty God's idea. But a family I've never seen with my own eyes in my own life such a groundswell of true Catholics everywhere who are encouraged and encouraging others to kneel and pray the Holy Rosary every day to avert national disaster. We're living in some crazy times. But he's prowling like a lion out there. So let us join our faith-filled family everywhere beyond just these four walls of the sanctuary of our Lord. Join them. Join them in such grace-filled, grace-forced things like Father Heilman's 54-day novena for our nation and read such things as it just came out today, Catholics for Truth. Yeah, look, look that up. It's really good. Catholics for Truth. Or to summarize it in, in simplest terms, I've said it before. There was a whole homily on it. Fill your lamps with oil now before it really is too late. So let us, let us encourage each other in the practice of prayer in this time of great peril. Encourage each other to go to Jesus through Mary, which is the whole point of our praying the Memorari at the end of every holy sacrifice of the Mass. Because one last time, let's do this, because one last time for emphasis, Jesus was not kidding when he taught the Beatitudes as the way to eternal salvation. He also was not kidding when he taught the be not attitudes as the way to eternal damnation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.